Hi, I'm Will Rook, and welcome to Rook Riffs. You know, over the years, I've had the privilege of working with many great women business leaders. And today, I'm really pleased to share a podcast I just produced featuring Susan Quackenbush, CHRO at Vonage, and Lisa Buckingham in a new position as EVP and Global Head of AIG. Now, what you're about to hear in the next few minutes is particularly important given the many organizational challenges brought on by the pandemic. We picked this up with Sue interviewing Lisa. Lisa, thank you so much for, for doing this. I so appreciate it. And you've been such a role model to me and I'd uh, love to hear your thoughts on what makes you so successful and the magic uh, for successful leadership. I would be happy to. And I, Sue, I have to just reflect that you and I met many, many, many decades ago in San Francisco with Will. So um, let's just have that moment for one second. Um, so it's really nice to have the trio back. I, I would talk about a little bit from the standpoint of what makes successful leadership. From my perspective, especially in 2021, it's really around transparency, authenticity, uh, compassion, true focus, and, uh, you know, really being yourself. And, you know, what I've learned over the past probably 14, 15 months is that you need to think things through. You need time to think things through. I create time in my day for myself to have free thinking time. And that is I get up at five o'clock every morning without an alarm clock. My body just wakes up. But I take that time and I really, I will read something. I will, you know, I try not to pick up screens. So I like to read um, things in print or sit outside and watch the sunrise, have a cup of coffee, and then really write down some of the things that I think that I need to focus on. And, you know, for me right now, looking at being courageous and, you know, taking a leap into something new during COVID when agility is something that I'm sure that's an overused word right now, but to see how many companies and leaders were so agile in the pivot to work from home and return to client and return to office and just in this new normal that we have, I would tell you from the standpoint of being a leader, we didn't have all the answers. And Sue, you know that you're, you're in the same chair that I was. And I have to tell you, picking up the phone or sending a text or an email or writing a card really created those high connectivity moments. And that's where the magic really happens because we're sharing information, we're sharing learnings, and we're, we're gaining new ideas and perspectives every time we have those conversations. I fully agree 100% with you. And it's interesting when you were talking, one thing really struck me was time, taking the time to think things through. And you are a working mother and how do you find the time being a working mother and being a successful leader? Oh, Sue, that's such a question because, you know, um, being a terrific mom is uh, that's, you know, everybody can define that in their own way. But I think we're all trying to do the best that we possibly can. And I've just enjoyed this past 14 months. Um, for me as a mom, 
I haven't had the opportunity to have 365 days of breakfast, lunch, and dinner with my son and my husband ever in my life. And we've been able to cook meals and we've been able to sit down and eat, even if I was running back up to a conference call. And I honestly believe that our family is better for it from the standpoint of highly communicative. We're, we're connected in a very different way. And, um, you know, I'm far from a super mom by any chance because, look, it takes a village to raise a child. But we had those meals and there's something to it, Sue. There's really, for, for me, when I'm not home, I'm going to make sure that if I'm on travel or something for my new role, I, I definitely want to make sure that we're having those connective conversations because I don't want to ever lose that. No, that's great. And I totally get it. And seeing all that you write about and speak about professional growth is one way to stay engaged. It's one way to have a sense of accomplishment. And I'd love to hear from you and and about your professional growth and your career journey and your next chapter. I have to tell you, when I started in insurance uh, in 2008, I had a CFO manual on my desk, and that was my journey. And I know you're smiling because you have an MBA in finance. So I I would just tell you that I, I wanted to be present. I wanted to understand at least, you know, the basics of what was being spoken about in meetings. And I, you know, I had really amazing uh, people around me that would take the time and talk to me about, you know, how an insurance company works and, you know, what, what all these different terms were. And um, so, so again, I think you have to be a lifelong learner. And um, the other thing I would tell you, YouTube has amazing things Uh, The content out there, if you're just trying to learn how to fix something, I think I've become my own IT person during COVID as an example. So I can fix a printer like nobody's business, but you have to be patient and you really have to be thoughtful about it. So for me, I, I just think that we all have to be on this journey of understanding what we don't know. And that doesn't mean that we should be embarrassed about it. We should just You have to take the time and have the intellectual curiosity to learn. And if you don't take that time, that's where the problems begin. Because you can't be everything to everyone. And that's why you surround yourself with amazing talent. And, you know, you have to make sure that you're on that journey of learning, asking questions. I'm not afraid to ask questions. It's something that, you know, maybe it's just being insightful of, you know, the future or whatever. But I I think that we all have to give ourselves permission to really take a step back and say, I'm actually not only helping myself, but I might be helping other team members because not everybody is always on the same um, at the same place. So I think the, the gift of time with people that are different than you is a really amazing thing. Intellectual curiosity would be my main headline on, on your question. I love it. I love it. And I'm attempting to do some new classes, but it leads me to the next question, which is really around mental health. The mental health is so important. And you know, I'd love to just hear your thoughts around the, you know, I would say epidemic of the cri- mental health crises. 
Yeah, so this is a really big deal. And I, I, I would say that um, mental wellness and just everything about, you know, our holistic health has, I think, really become forefront in focus. And we have now the permission to speak about it. And, and think about um, in the financial crisis of 2008, there was a huge high, high rate of suicides. And, you know, as an HR professional, of course, I dealt with those. And, you know, we, we would have the right resources offered to the families and things like that. But it was really, it was still, I think, understated at that point. Today, people are really asking for what, can I have? How can I balance my health? How can I think about my mental wellness? And that is, I'm so happy that people are comfortable talking about it. People are comfortable talking about depression, talking about therapy. You know, I think telemedicine and all these online tools that um, many organizations are offering are gifts to our workforce. But I don't want to sound that cold. I want you to think about it from every individual in this world. Over the past year, somebody's had a moment that they're afraid, they're scared. Uh, maybe they have food insecurity, financial insecurity. Um, you know, Maybe they don't have a place to live. So there's all of these different aspects that we have to think about. And we both have terrific jobs and we have great lives and we've worked hard for those and we've earned those. And there's a lot of people that have had moments that they worked hard, they had terrific families and they didn't have the help that they needed. And I am so happy to hear people talking about sleep, talking about mental you know, mental health from the standpoint of there's there's free resources there's so much out there now and and I I know I've used the term content a lot and I I don't want to make it sound you know austere it's it's truly you know employee assistance programs are now really at the center of your engagement strategy um if you're doing this right in your health and wellness um you know Mental well-being has to be a consideration for everyone. I have to tell you, uh, from my personal perspective, I've had a really, you know, I, I, I'm in a transition to a new role, and I've had so many wonderful people reach out to me and want to spend time with me, and I've had to have those moments to just say no, because some of it is I just need a little bit of peace, right, of, I, you know, I'm going to go clean a closet or I'm going to do these things that I said I was going to do for the past two years. And um, we even, by the way, got a message from our, our, um, our whole township got a message from our waste management to stop cleaning closets. They couldn't pick up all the trash. So um, maybe it's a bad time to start cleaning closets, but you know, at, at the end of the day, having the awareness and the ability to talk about how you're feeling in a professional setting was not happening traditionally. It is now getting more normal. And I have to say, we have the tools, we have the resources. There's, there, there's this amazing um, project 
Dr. Jeremy Noble is leading, it's really around, you know, loneliness and depression and it's amazing. I, you know, again, these are conversations I don't think we would have been having pre-COVID. No, and, and thank you, Lisa, for answering that. And, you know, you're, you're so right. And when you think about the value of time, the value of just intellectual curiosity and being open to helping others and really connecting and getting down to the personal that ability to do that, I would say has been a complete role model for myself. And um, I really believe that that's, you know, been part of your secret sauce. Well, I, I, I appreciate you saying that. And Sue, I mean, I can only say so many wonderful things about you and how you helped me grow as well. We all have to make sure that we take time to help others because that's what this is all about. This is not a me, me, me generation, I hope. Well, I want to thank you for that. And, you know, I want to wish you the best of luck. And um, thank you so much for your time. I so appreciate it. It was great connecting. And I hope you have an awesome day and an even better week. 